Listen, I'm here to tell you about the tens of thousands of research studies that show us just how effective neurofeedback is in treating symptoms that are related to everything from ADHD and anxiety to OCD, pants, pandas. This is a powerful tool you should be using to help your child. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're talking about what is neurofeedback good for and what does the research say? So let's dive in. Hello, this is another conversation about neurofeedback and we're continuing if you haven't listened to the other episode about, you know, what is neurofeedback and how does it work? Please do, because now we're going to be talking about what conditions is neurofeedback really good for? So in the previous episode, we talked about brain dysregulation. So even though it doesn't matter what clinical issue you have or even medical issues, we can talk about that. Neurofeedback is an evidence-based approach. There's tens of thousands of research studies over 50 years, 3,000 peer-reviewed to show its efficacy with everything from ADHD to learning problems and PTSD and headaches and immune system problems and processing and you name it, there is some positive research around it. And why? Why? Why is this something that helps so many? And please know that I am, if you've read my book, it's going to be okay. I believe in many ways to calm and regulate the brain. But neurofeedback is a really powerful one. Why? Because it is getting brain waves to regulate. There is a positive cascade that happens. Not only are we regulating those brain waves, but those brain waves affect neurotransmitters. Yes, people, there's a lot of ways to affect neurotransmitters besides medication, including things like exercise and diet and cutting toxic people out of your lives and smiling and lots of lots of amazing ways. But neurofeedback is a way to directly manipulate brain waves. And so we can turn on understimulated areas of the brain, and we can shut down hyper chatter. We can um, get rid of angry areas, things that are overactive. So it's about brain dysregulation and brain dysregulation, overstimulation and understimulation is just going to run the gamut from sleep problems to irritability to anxiety and looping thoughts and frustration. You name it. These are symptoms that can show up. And neurofeedback is such an amazing way of doing that. So one of the most researched topics that is really about neurofeedback and the power of neurofeedback is people with ADHD. And why is there so much research with neurofeedback and ADHD? It's easy to measure, right? So many of our kids and adults with ADHD have very observable symptoms, right? Impulse control, behavioral regulation, you know, hyperactivity, inattentiveness. It's observable. Where things like anxiety, we look for patients to report that, right? And, and signs of anxiety can also be internalizers or externalizers. I love to talk about the, so internalizers. We're not going to see it. Intensive negative thoughts, things like that. 
And then on the extreme, externalizers can be angry and whatnot. And, and that can be anxiety and depression. So ADHD and executive functioning, I'm going to put together, but I'm not going to tell you they're the same. Attention is the brain's ability to alert. Executive functioning is the brain's ability to take planned action towards a goal. Okay, got that? I have a whole webinar about it. I'll be doing more podcasts about it just to drill it down. So what happens in the brain with somebody with ADHD is their brain is understimulated, right? Does that make sense? You are seeing a range of inattentive behaviors, maybe even hyper behaviors. And when I look at somebody's brain with a QEG or a brain check, you're going to see very clear way that their brain responds with ADHD. They're going to have too many unfocused brain waves and not enough focused brain waves. It's pretty straightforward. That's the power of a QEG and a brain map. Holy cow. Bam, you can see what it is. There's no questioning it. And I'm going to tell you, my center, 50% of the time, people coming in with ADHD have another clinical issue that is the primary problem. We'll save, we'll save that. So it helps the brain to regulate and get alert. And the brain of somebody with ADHD, particularly in the frontal lobes, is understimulated. And executive functioning, you will also see specific weak areas in the brain, right? Because everybody with ADHD has executive functioning issues. But not everybody with executive functioning has ADHD. They could have primary anxiety, primary autism, OCD, you name it. So that's number one in two conditions. And I have a great blog about this. You go to drrosanne.com backslash blogs, check the show notes. So anxiety is another one. And anxiety and OCD are crossover, but very different. And they get lumped together. So we treat every kind of anxiety, social anxiety, selective mutism, all kinds of things. And anxiety is the nexus for OCD. What is an anxious brain, number three, an OCD, number four condition? They look like a brain on fire right? There's a lot of overstimulation and neurofeedback helps to improve neurotransmitter, directly trains brain waves. And the other big thing it does, which falls into some of these other categories makes sense. It pulls you out of a stress dominated sympathetic rev state and pulls you down into a parasympathetic state. And it does it in a beautiful, safe way where many of my people who have anxiety, right, who also have things like PTSD and other clinical conditions, it does it in a way that doesn't feel uncomfortable. You say, what do you mean, Roseanne? Well, what I mean is when you're super anxious, you're in a survival mode, right? And, and people with panic attacks, PTSD, or, or more extreme versions of that. And it can feel unsafe for them when they relax too deeply, too quickly. And a perfect example of this is I like to ask people, do you like massages? So those of us that are like, oh, yes, I'm a regular massage goer, know exactly why we love it. It brings us down. But people who have a lot of anxiety can feel kind of almost scary. And so what is great about neurofeedback is it stops those looping thoughts, pulls you out of those uncomfortable body sensations, and it does it in a very gentle way, which is incredible. And remember, neurofeedback produces lasting change over time. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done, or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else. 
like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD? Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. This is not medication where it only works when you're on the medication, right? And you couple it with behavioral changes. Kapow, that's the magic. People are the magic people. Dr. Rowe gives you the tools, but you've got to use them. And it's about behavioral changes, right? So anxiety and OCD, PTSD, all those overstimulated conditions regulates the brain so that it's not stuck in a rev state. Okay, number five, depression. So for me, most of my depressive cases, mood disorders, behavioral dysregulation, often start with anxiety. You cannot live in a rev state and expect to run on empty. Okay, hopefully it's an aha moment for you. So depression is often a physical depletion, a mental depletion, a like pure adrenal burnout and exhaustion. Yes, I have people who have organic mood disorders, but it is not as prevalent as it is in anxiety. Anxiety is the leading mental health condition in the United States that has surpassed depression. No surprise there as we live in these anxious times. And when you look in the brain of somebody with depression, you see under and overstimulation. And what you actually see is a lack of the brain's ability to comfort itself. It is worn out. So those where an anxious brain is in an overdrive everywhere, a depressed brain no longer has those regions in the brain that are protective in emergency states. So particularly for me, it's the occipital region, the back of your brain. There's nothing left. There's no resources left. And that's an area I call it like the emotional e-break. And no matter what is going on, you're able to flood your brain with happy brain waves. So For a depressed brain, it's really about calming areas that are overstimulated and turning areas back on that are no longer working. And neurofeedback allows that to do that in a way that nothing else can. And it's pretty amazing. The sixth thing that neurofeedback is great for, that is our specialty here at Dr. Roseanne in our center, and we work with people all over the world remotely, is chronic illnesses, pans, pandas, Lyme disease, and what I want to tell you about pans and pandas and Lyme disease and other chronic autoimmune, I work with people with things like MS and lupus and whatnot. The brain, the body will not allow itself to heal in a rev state. It's called psychoimmunology. Okay. You've heard me talk about this. So why this works is it directly can address the symptoms the person is experiencing, but it takes you from that rev state sympathetic dominant to the parasympathetic Once you're able to do that, the brain can heal itself. 
till you stop that, it doesn't matter what kind of great medical care you're getting. So it's something that is used in conjunction, pretty flipping awesome. So it's why people come to me from all over the world more than any other condition. It's PANS, PANDAS, Lyme disease, a lot of OCD and anxiety. Okay, the seventh thing is my love is kids with learning problems, dyslexia, things like that. I got a dyslexic at home. I have the privilege of having a dyslexic at home because their brain is so darn creative. And plus my little guy is so darn cute and just a personality and a lot, whole lot of fun and has learned to love and embrace his dyslexia and has overcome it. And uh, yeah, he's a terrible speller, but man, he can read. So kids with processing problems, hello adults, they're sluggish and their brain, their output can't keep up with how smart they are. And boy, does it crush their self-esteem. Boy, does it make them feel dumb when they're flipping geniuses and the world and our education system is not set up to support these kind of learners. So what is awesome about neurofeedback? And this is why astronauts do neurofeedback before they go to space. What all the major Olympians use neurofeedback. It makes your processing go to another level. And anybody who knows me knows that I talk about X-Men and how when I saw X-Men and Flash came on and everybody seemed to be like moving at a snail's pace because he was so fast. I said, that's how I feel all the time because I have done hundreds of sessions of neurofeedback. You don't need to have hundreds of sessions of neurofeedback. I noticed a difference immediately. Everyone is different. And the way neurofeedback works is it produces gradual brain change over time. It's an awesome tool. It's an awesome resource. And I hope that I have opened up your mind. If I didn't mention a specific clinical condition, please, again, remember, it's about brain dysregulation. It shows up in a lot of ways. These are just seven of the things that I see all the time. And I want you to consider neurofeedback as a natural, safe way to calm that brain and bring that happiness back to your family. Parenting is so hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and family, when we look to the research, we are able to find solutions. Just know it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N -N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.